Hi, Annabelle. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. Um, look, in, in Year 10 English at the moment, we're talking about issues in the mm -hmm. media. And I'm just curious to hear what you think an issue actually is. Well, we just had a conversation off mic yeah. um, about this exact topic because I um, showcased a part of a podcast with my other Year 10 class right. um, from the 7am uh, podcast. Um where we had a look at a uh, first-hand experience of someone who is involved in the floods in New right. South Wales at the moment. And I realised that we actually got caught up in the idea of confusing issues with current affairs. And whilst it was really interesting, we didn't necessarily come back to that question of where's the issue in this right. topic. Sure. So I think, yeah, we just had a good conversation off mic talking about what an issue is. Mm -hmm. And discussing that it actually has to have two sides. There needs to be some sort of debate mm. in order to, um, you say, officially be declared as an issue. Or yeah, that, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I think that's a good, really good starting point. And so, so if something happens, like someone wins uh, an Oscar for a particular film, that's just something that's happened, mm. like a news event, or yeah. something. But if some people say. Um, why are all the Oscars going to films directed by white directors? Yeah. Then that's an issue because someone else might say, "Well, hang on, I don't. I think it's about quality," and someone else says, "No, I think it's a, a you know a bias or a discrimination where we're, in, we're we're not looking at other films properly." Yeah, so I think it's easy to get caught up in when we're thinking about what's happening at the moment um, in terms of current affairs and what's happening in the media to just sort of focus on those topics. Yeah, right. Really coming to, you know, what is the issue at hand? What are the mm. two sides? Mm. What's um, some of the potential contentions that people might have That's right. in relation to the overall issue? Yeah. Now, my understanding is that later this year, our year 10 English students will be writing their own persuasive pieces. Yes. But that's not part of this unit of learning. No, right? but it is linked in that um, a lot of the skills that students will be covering they'll be able to then incorporate into their own writing and um, when they present on that issue. Um, and so it's a good opportunity to start to think about perhaps something that you are interested in as a student in terms of what you are passionate about and then you will have be given a platform to explore that and also um, share that with your fellow yeah. Uh, peers. Yeah, that's a good point. So in the, in the current one, we're analysing and understanding how people try to persuade each other. Exactly. And then later on in the year, we'll be writing our own persuasive pieces. Yeah. Uh, now, one thing that intrigues me is that I read about people's points of view and so on in newspapers, mm -hmm. actual physical newspapers occasionally, uh, but more commonly like The Guardian Online or The Age Online or, you know, newspapers online, New, New York Times or whatever. So they have, they publish like opinion pieces or letters to the editor, you know, they call them or comments on an article where people say, this is what I think about the issue. And, and I'm reading that and I'm thinking about how I'm being persuaded to agree with them. Right? But I don't think that our students are really reading newspapers that much. Well, I could be wrong, but I know some are. But where do you think they encounter persuasive messages? I mean, definitely through social media. Right. But then I, I guess within that, it depends on, you know, what who you're following and what... Um, Outlets you're sort of letting into your yeah. sort of everyday. Oh, there's a phone call. <laughs> Should we pause? I'll just pause for a second. All right. Sorry about that interruption.
um, what were we talking about? Social media and, and, and Facebook. Yeah, messages. so I think it really depends on like who you let into your feed, essentially. Okay. So, I mean, I follow a few news outlets on my Instagram feed. So New York Times, which t- tends to give me a sense of what's happening in sure. the US, um, but also like ABC News, 7 a- the 7 a.m. Um, mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, however, you can clearly like just and really easily unfollow them and then you sort of don't have yeah. that, you know. Uh, can I, sorry, I mean, yeah, that's but right. one thing that I've noticed is that if I'm reading an article or an opinion piece in the in the, in the the media, like from the New York Times or something, and they're saying they're, there's an opinion piece there, they will say things like, while I understand that people are concerned about the vaccine, ultimately we need to embrace, you know, that's kind of the style they write it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of respectful, broadly speaking, and it's quite formal. Mm-hmm. But when I read like comments on a YouTube video, they say things like, you're an idiot. This doesn't happen at all. Or you've completely misunderstood it go away, and I'm paraphrasing because in reality they use worse language. Well, I mean, you're talking about trolls here, right? Do you think? Probably, yeah. But, I mean, my point is that isn't it the context of a YouTube comment that people actually accept sort of that that kind of aggression, that level of bluntness and, and the aggressive language? They almost expect it as well. They almost expect it. But you would not expect that in a newspaper column. No. Someone's writing... Um, an opinion piece in the age and they're putting their name to it mm. they're saying I think that Daniel Andrews has made mistakes in the way he's rolling out the vaccination of, of Victorians they don't write he's a complete idiot he should die or something mm. that just mm. never happens right but if I wrote that on a YouTube comment or maybe on Twitter or Instagram that's sort of acceptable. Well, I, I mean, does it come back to the consequences that are felt? Because right. if it's coming from a reputable news outlet, yeah. they're talking about the, you know, whoever's written that, who's attached their name to it, sure. as well as the credibility of the, the whole corporation, mm-hmm. essentially. Whereas there's so much um, animosity, no, and a, like, animosity, animosity yeah. in... Um, and, um, you know, you, you don't have to be yourself online. You can be someone else. That makes it a lot worse, yeah. And I think when we talking, we started talking about context today in Year 10 English, and what, one of the things we're looking at is also what is currently happening in society about this issue. So nothing exists in a vacuum. No. So any text that's trying to persuade you is kind of connecting to other things. And if we're looking at the example of the March for Justice messages that came out when the women were marching uh, recently in in different cities in Australia. That was coming out of a context where there had been some allegations in Parliament about a staffer being sexually assaulted. And um, the the, the debate about the the people who actually work, the the, the ministers and and the people in government in Canberra, whether they are following up on allegations like that properly or not. So that's the context, right? It really influences the, the language we use as well. So whilst context seems like it's somewhat of a small thing, I mean, it's one aspect of the rubric, Mm. you actually need to know quite a bit in order to get that context. Um, And that's that's where sort of, you know, maybe something that you guys can do as students is maybe think about where you're getting some information about what's happening in the world and maybe like start following a few, um, you know, news platforms on Instagram so that you can sort of start to see what the commentary yeah. is like yeah. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, it's 
particularly as you're getting older, it is really important that you're an informed citizen and you can also make your own opinion mm-hmm. and sort of try to avoid, you know, just taking in what other people are trying to persuade of you. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's a good point. Does this mean I have to download Instagram? To my phone? You don't have Instagram. No. Whoa. But you read The Guardian. <laughs> yeah, on the, on, the, on the screen. Yeah. The app itself. All right. Uh, last thing I wanted to ask you about was um, the audience. Like, uh, so if if something has been written for a particular group of people, do you think that changes the style or the language that's being used? I mean, I feel like you'd have to have a look at. Um, I mean, because I don't necessarily read. You know, you choose what you read. Yeah. So I don't read Herald Sun articles. But I mean, more like. Um, you know when we were doing the creative pieces uh, early in the term, um, then students were asked in their written explanations to comment on their intended audience mm-hmm. and how that had affected their style. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be true also for a persuasive piece? That if I'm writing for an audience of um, people who maybe are not well educated or, or who are on social media who have you know passionate beliefs around freedom or whatever. Um, I might use a certain type of language. It might be more assertive, more blunt, more direct, shorter sentences, yeah. really aggressive style. Whereas if I'm writing for a highly educated yeah. you know, audience, uh, readership, where they're, maybe they're reading The Age or something, Sydney Morning Herald or The Age, then we'd expect more complex sentences, more formal vocabulary and a less aggressive tone. Yeah, and, and then also in terms of the content that's chosen as well. Right. It's different. So because like... On the occasion when I flipped through a Herald Sun, I'm like, what, yes. what is being commented on in this newspaper? Um, and, yeah, comparing that to, say, The Age or yeah. The Guardian, yeah, different topics as well, sure. depending yeah. on who you, your intended audience is. Yeah, sounds good. Hopefully this discussion has helped our students understand context and persuasive um, text uh, about different issues as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll see you later.